0: Poetry on Air, with Sheboygan Poet Laureate, Lisa Vihos.
1: Hi, I'm Lisa Vihos, and this is Poetry on Air, a program of Mead Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, in which we explore poetry and the meaning, inspiration, and healing it brings to our lives. My guest today is Deb Sable-Williams, Deb spent her career as the founder and artistic director of Sheboygan's Theater for Young Audiences. Bringing popular and award-winning children's literature to life in classrooms, libraries, and on stages has been Deb's life's calling. Welcome, Deb. Well, thank you. I am delighted to be here. This is so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you. And Thank you. And we're in for a treat, I know, because you've brought us some children's poems today. I did. And yes, and I'm very excited to hear what you've brought. So, oh. let's just Okay. Let's, let's hop right, right in. in.
0: Okay. Well, the first <laughs> one I chose is from AA um, Milne's book when we were very young, printed back in Love 1934. It. And it's called Hoppity Hop. <laughs> Christopher Robin goes, "Hoppity, hoppity. Hoppity hoppity hop." And whenever I tell him politely to stop it, he says he can't possibly stop. Well, if he stopped hopping, he couldn't go anywhere. Poor little Christopher couldn't go anywhere. And that's why he always goes hoppity, 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 hop.
1: Yay. Yay. I want to hop right now. Yeah, me too. Um, Tell me how you've used this poem with children.
0: Well, you know, I chose this one because it's just sheer delight with rhyme and rhythm and you know A.A. A. Milne he understands that children just love to move. So um, this poem would be a tool that be used, you know, in creative dramatics or creative movement in a classroom or mm-hmm. a library or at home mm-hmm. and I really want to emphasize that for grandmas and grandpas <laughs> and moms and dads because um, this wonderful little poem. You can start to talk about hopping and, and do it and, and just do hop. it and, <laughs> and 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 you know trigger all those little questions like, do you hop high or low? And start storytelling with rabbits and frogs and Grandma and Grandpa. If you can't hop, don't worry. You can just grab stuffed animals or make puppets out of spoons or you know a host of things. That's Found a wonderful objects wonderful idea. Home. It's yes. fun. It's so much fun.
1: Get them moving. Yes. And, and yeah, I love it. And okay, well, so. You brought you brought several, so let's just go right on to the next one too. Oh sure, okay. Well, this
0: next one is called a great is from a great day for up. You know, in children's literature, you know, we're always looking for books that appeal across the generations, and Dr. Seuss's books are just that. And so I chose Great Day for Up because it's so contagious about joy and optimism.
1: Oh, I need that.
0: Let's I know hear that. me too. We all need some up. <laughs> so, great day today. Great day for up, 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 you open your eyes, you worms, you frogs, you butterflies, up whales, up snails, up rooster hen, up girls and women, boys and men. Great day for up feet, lefts and rights, and up, up, baseballs, footballs, kites, great day to sing up. On a wire, up, up! Voices louder, higher! Upstairs, up ladders, up on stilts! Great day for up, Mount Dillard, Everybody's doing ups on bikes and trees and buttercups. Up, up! Waiters, alligators, up folks, up in elevators, up giraffes, great day for seals, great day for up on Ferris wheels, up, 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 fill up the air, up flags, balloons, up everywhere, up, 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 great day for up, wake every person, pig and pup, till everyone on earth is up, except for me, oh please go away, no up. I'm sleeping in today. Oh, I love it. So
1: classic Dr. Seuss. It is. It really he is. He is so wonderful. It is. Um, and what, What? I mean, it's you read it so well, and it's so lively and uplifting. What do you think is appealing about that to children? Like, how do you use that with children? What would you do?
0: For up? Well, it's a great, great poem to um, talk simply about up. You know, the notion. The concept of up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just, you know, just use it as a tool again to, um, you know, talk about that and be up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go yeah. up. Go down. Go all
1: around. Yes. You know, there's Well, the rhyming is so wonderful. And, and explore
0: it explore through play.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know for me, when I was little, I mean, Dr. Seuss is part of how I learned to read, for one thing, you know. Sure. And, uh, but... But it inspired me. I think if it was not for Dr. Seuss, I might not be the poet laureate of Sheboygan. Mm. He he had something to do with my poetry. So, so. what was your favorite? Oh well, I loved, um, I loved I uh, loved One Fish Two Fish. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, Green Eggs and Ham was another favorite. And Horton Here's a Who loved that one. There were many. You know, I had the whole I had the whole sure. arsenal of books. Sure. It was. They were fun, and my mom read them to me. And then, like I said, I used them to learn how to read because they're all those rhyming words. Right. You know, it helps. Right, helps. Right. So, very I fun. Know,
0: and like for theater for young audiences, um, Susical. We did Susical, the musical Susical uh-huh. Junior. And you know, that's with Horton again. And yes. that's just such a great story. You know, about determination and doing what's right. You yeah. know, and um, being brave. And so you know, through Horton, we. Children get to step into his other into his shoes and, you know, neat experience all that. Yeah. Yeah. That In a playful is way. A
1: beautiful thing about about poetry and, and theater, right? You step yeah. into the role and you right. take it on. That's really cool.
0: Right.
1: Um What's the next one that you brought?
0: Well, the next one, you know, we're talking about roles. And, yeah. um, you know, Maurice Sendek has a wonderful, wonderful cautionary tale called um, Pierre. And, you know, what I love about this one is his succinct use of dialogue and how he creates the characters and the drama unfolds. And, um, you know, this is that story about an obstinate little boy, you know, who doesn't care. And I think every parent who'd be reading this (laughs) or grandparents would greatly appreciate it. But, you know, I think about Maurice Sendak.
1: um, We know know him best, right, for um, where the wild things are. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: And he has a great
0: way of, you know, bringing all those fears and that a child will have, but bringing it out into the light. Which is
1: important to do.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. For all of us.
1: And you had mentioned that Pierre was one you read to your sons. Yes. They yes, it. I brought the book along. You can I see, see how that. marked up it is. It's <laughs> <That's>
0: great. <laughs> it is. You know, it's just one of our favorites. Oh, let's yes. hear it. Let's sure, hear it. sure. So one day his mother said, when Pierre climbed out of bed, Good morning, darling boy. You are my only joy. And Pierre said, I don't care. Uh, what would you like to eat? I don't care. Some lovely cream of wheat? I don't care. Well, Don't sit backwards on your chair. I don't care. Or pour syrup on your hair. I don't care. You are acting like a clown. I don't care. And we have to get to town. I don't care. Don't you want to come, my dear? I don't care. Would you rather stay right here? I don't care. So his mother left him there. And of course the story goes on and eventually Mm -hmm. a lion eats him.
1: Oh my then the goodness, doctor the
0: lion saves the day and shakes the lion upside down. And then Pierre comes out. And then Pierre does care.
1: Oh, <laughs> can you read like maybe toward the end? Like how does it end? Oh, my goodness. Did oh you have another gosh. section let's of it? See. Let's, oh, let's see. Give us that. Well, when the lion. OK. Let's hear about oh, the about lion the eating lion. him. Yeah, well, I want to hear that. Oh, oh, you want to hear about when the lion ate I wouldn't here? mind. And then how does oh. he get back out of the lion?
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's say. what I'm well, curious about. All right. This <laughs> obstinate little boy. He learns a lesson. Now, as night began to fall, a hungry lion paid a call. He looked Pierre right in the eye and asked him if he'd like to die. And Pierre said, I don't care. (laughs) I can eat you, don't you see? I don't care. Well, and you will be inside of me. I don't care. And then you'll never have to bother. I don't care. With a mother or a father. I don't care. Is that all you have to say? I don't care. Then I'll eat you if I may. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, I don't care. So the lion ate Pierre. (laughs) That's the end of chapter three. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. He has such a wonderful, succinct use of language, you know, and it's, you know, it gets the whole thing across the rhythms, the tempos, you know, it's. It's delightful.
1: Are there, is any of, are any of his books turned into, they're turned into theatrical. Yeah, there was an opera. Yeah.
0: Opera with, um, with the, where, the where the Wild, wild things, things, are. things Are. Yeah. yeah. And there's is amazing creatures in there. Oh, I bet. Masks and oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Now, yeah. would you actually sometimes use poetry with your uh, kids at the theater or would you mostly address the, the scripts of um, the plays? or
0: Well, you know, I mean.
1: To get people in the mood.
0: <laughs> when well, like for example, in rehearsal, you know, we would we would use poems like that yeah. with movement and rhythm to jumpstart a rehearsal to get us um, working on skills because. Children's theater, many, many times, many a, a dominant style is presentational. Mm-hmm. So think street theater. Mm-hmm. Think stories told through pantomime, facial expressions. Okay. Think show me a story. Okay. So movement is really, really critical. And yeah. stillness is critical. Movement and stillness so that you can show the story. And yeah. so, you know, these wonderful poems, you know, would be used to in theater game exercises, okay. warm-ups. Yeah. Um, And work to help them develop those characters through movement and facial expression and all that.
1: And you've also talked about how, though, even at home, it can be a great way to, like you said, use imagination, maybe bring up, you know... Different kinds of issues and things, so right. that, and kids can relate to it because right. it's in simple language. And
0: and like is... you said, you know, helping young readers and then helping oh, young yeah. readers become writers. Yeah, and helping young hey. readers become <laughs> playwrights. You know, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things as a child was to, you know, direct and make up oh, plays cool. and. And I was very bossy, so they would quit. (laughs) My actors would quit, you know. (laughs) But yeah, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's pretty, that's really wonderful. Um, Let's see. I think when we first started out, you might have had a fourth poem in section one. What was it? Um, Was it the How Clouds? Oh, and. I, I, Did you bring um, that one? I have it here. I brought oh, all the do. poems. Oh, you do. Okay. Oh,
0: wonderful. <laughs> this is, and, and you know, um, it's just again, this is a wonderful way to talk to children about nature. Yeah. You know, kids love nature. They do. They are drawn to it. And um, this one, and this book, it's a wonderful book that my children um, had growing up. It's called Where Fish Go in Winter and Answers to Other Great Mysteries by love Amy Goldman Koss. Mm. And, um, you know, this invites children to look up at the clouds and lay on the grass with mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. Let's hear it. Sure. Would clouds feel fluffy, soft and grand? If I could touch them with my hand? To clutch a cloud inside your fist would be like holding morning mist. Clouds are not the way they seem, they weigh no more than fog or steam. They're made up of tiny water drops. So light, they float above rooftops. Hmm. I think that was That's one of my beautiful. favorite things to do as a child. Look at clouds.
1: Look at clouds. Yeah. Look for the faces, too, actually. the animals. Yes, I wrote a poem about that. Did you bring it? I didn't bring it. I should have. Oh, well, another time. I should have brought it. I I know. We're back with Poetry on Air. I'm Lisa V. House, and my guest today is Deb Sable-Williams, the founder and artistic director for many years of Theater for Young Audiences. And before we get to more of these wonderful poems that she's brought today, children's poems, I was wondering, Deb, can you share some history about how Theater for Young Audiences came to be? Sure. Um, Well,
0: let's see. I, I earned my master's. In uh, child drama, in mm-hmm. creative dramatics and children's theater. and, and uh, you know it, it, it seemed like things just f- sort of fell into place because what happened is I was actively involved with University theater at the UW Sheboygan. Mm-hmm. And I p- approached Bruce Brown and also Dean Barbara Losty at the time back in 1988, okay. to see if we could try a pilot project. And the pilot project was Mr. Popper's Penguins. We did it in conjunction with Sinead A's at that time. And Citizens Bank even let us do a big mural there oh, in, down on 8th Street. Mm-hmm. And um, So we did Mr. Popper's Penguins. It was the first one. And it okay. was... Basically, you know, the mission has been to educate children about themselves and the world around them through theater. Yeah. By exposing them to popular and award winning dramatic literature. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Popper's Penguins fit the bill for nice. Days and also popular literature. Mm-hmm. And today there are people who were penguins in that play who now have their own children. Oh, <laughs> so how it's really fun. fun. Is that? It's really fun.
1: Oh my goodness. It's have fun. you had any People who were young children in plays, whose children are now in plays, are there? Has yes, that happened? That's like second starting generation. starting to
0: happen. And um, just over the weekend, we were with Spookily, okay. at, um, which um, is a wonderful, wonderful play about. A musical and the main topics are bullying, but anyway, mm. yes, I was so fortunate because there were people in the audience who were bringing their little ones who were in TYA plays. Oh, and, that is the and coolest. that is just so so gratifying and yeah. rewarding and fun fun to meet their little children.
1: <laughs> well, yes, and what a great tribute to you as oh, the, just fun. the director of all you know, so that started in '88, you 80, said? Well, '89, around the, the idea. idea yeah, the first okay. production
0: was in February of 1989.
1: Wow! Yeah. And when did now Theater for Young Audiences? Did you He's 32 years old? Did this you retire year. out of it? Or I I, I, I retired
0: after, after season 27. Okay, but I am a director emeritus. A director so, emeritus. So I'm involved on the board. I'm behind the, the of scenes. Course. I'm support services. So Lovely. we have wonderful, <laughs> wonderful people. Uh, we just closed Spookily six thousand. Uh, Sheboygan County youth watched that virtually
1: oh. and also
0: came to the little theater at the um, which was the Falls high school and middle school theater 250 seat lovely little space down with part of Berkshire apartments very cool so yeah performances for families that's wonderful there. yeah that's really nice great really nice
1: Well good I wanted to do a little history so let's turn back to the poetry um, I loved one you brought I think the uh, the poet's name was. Aileen Fisher, another nature poem, if I remember. Let's
0: hear that one. Yes, you know, this one, this comes from um, her book called Cricket in a Thicket, and this one is about the West Wind, and he's an appealing, mischievous being. So it goes like this. The West Wind was a thief one day. He stole the maple's lockets. The elm tree's jewels he snatched away and stuffed them in his pockets. He pulled the poplar spangles down and dropped them as he hurried across the fields beyond the town. But not a soul was worried. He steals the leaves, a robin sang, and then away he chases. But in the spring, he'll come and hang some new ones in their places. I love that. I do too.
1: You know, it just invites
0: wondering.
1: (laughs) It does. I mean, I love the notion of the... Like, because it's fall right now, and all the leaves are falling down, and it's so beautiful. But it's kind of sad at the same time that, you know, we're going into winter. Right. But the leaves will come back, yeah. and they'll be put in new places. I loved her ending, some yeah. new ones in their places. Right. Made me happy. Yes.
0: Made the child in me happy.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and children love to imagine. I mean, they they believe that, you know. The wind is a oh, is a person, and yeah. the rocks are people, and trees personification are personification. Is right so up there. This works
1: for them. <laughs> yes, that's lovely. Yeah, that's really lovely. It's magical. Um, and, ooh, now you're going to treat us to a little snippet. Speaking of winter, Yes, and, we segued. Yes, we segued <laughs> well into into. Uh, yeah, you you introduced the poem. Oh, we did.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> this perennial favorite, I think. You know, um, we all know um, Clement Clarke Moore's "The Night Before Christmas." I mean, this yes. one we all know, and um, I just love it for its drama, its changes in tempo, the mm. dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I love the language, the luscious language there of is it. luscious language. A luscious language. Treat
1: us it. to some luscious, oh, sure. luscious language. <laughs> this is one of my
0: favorite parts of it Okay. as a child. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, come Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away, all. As dry leaves that before a wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew with a sleigh full of toys
1: and St. Nicholas. Love it so fun and magical. <laughs> it is so magical. Uh, that line, as dry leaves that before right. a wild hurricane fly. Like, what is it about that? You can sort of see them like swirling and yes.
0: <laughs> just like I know. really
1: um, evocative. And
0: can, yeah, and you can imagine the town,
1: the mm. steeples
0: of the churches and the houses, and yeah, you yep. know, the drama of the and whole the reindeer. Thing. Yeah, it's I amazing know, going up, up, up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We'll have We're to all going up with
1: him. Yes. Well we'll have to get you to like I don't know, maybe we'll read the whole poem in the library someday. Like you know have you noticed in the library they've put all the poetry oh. in the by the little cafe there and it's oh, nice. very cool. So oh, I think nice. we should do some kind oh, of nice. some kind of um, little happening in sure. that in that area. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll Do you have some of your favorite books in that corner. In that you know, corner? I have to. I I was only passing by one day. I need to really slow down and look more carefully. Oh. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, because
0: a poet laureate could have recommendations.
1: I could. Ooh, that's a good idea. Ooh. Okay, see, we're you're you you're good at brain. You're good at oh. sprouting ideas. Oh. I love it. Oh. Let's well, let me let me yeah. ponder that one. Oh, um, yeah. Poetry <laughs> for all. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, what else did we have? We had the. Um, what we have, There's, are there um, the, two more? One Where more, am I we have okay? One more,
0: all right. With um, it's it's from um, Maddie J. T. Stepanik's book mm-hmm. Journey Through Heart Songs.
1: Oh, yeah, tell us a little bit about this. Well, you-,
0: you know, I think some people might remember um, Maddie from the Oprah Winfrey show, okay. He used to be a regular on that show, and he was, at that time, he was terminally ill, mm-hmm. and Oprah would have him on to share his poems. How old was he at that time? He was probably nine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, A little nine. soul who, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. And, um, and, you know, what we were, you know, I mean, hope is just an integral, it's a theme of in children's theater and children's literature. You know, hope mm. hope is always a part of that for, and, and a necessary part. And we all
1: need hope, we don't we? Hope. <laughs> we all need hope.
0: I think that's why I'm so drawn to yeah. children's literature. But um, this one is from the book called Journey Through Heart Songs, and it's called Climbing to Heaven. And I've been reading so many of them that rhyme and— um, And this one is more prose. Okay, let's... By this child. Let's hear it. Sure. In the winter, trees reach up to touch the sky. Without their leaves, the trees look like hands and fingers reaching up. So, so high. And if you look at the tallest tree in our backyard, you can see that it is... So, so, so close to heaven. Perhaps we could go out and climb up the tree, up the hand, up the fingers, and into the sky. And then we could just step through the clouds and into heaven.
1: Hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah,
0: that child. Yeah. Had a way,
1: yeah, that's of, amazing of taking it, and so poignant.
0: Know, and you know, and and the way poets do, you know, finding the ordinary and yeah. finding the extraordinary yes. in it.
1: Exactly, that's in beautiful. It.
0: And so here's this little boy looking through a window, yeah, and
1: he has taken
0: climbing a tree, yeah, and
1: related it to this experience of moving. Into heaven? What if? How would we do that? And yeah, yeah. and this little
0: boy has to grapple.
1: He's yes, grappling with that. He, he is. is terminally ill. Wow. Did you has that book? Had you used that ever with kids or your own children or? Um, you know, this was a book of my mother's.
0: Okay. And I had given it to her as a gift, and um, she. Um, I mean, I. I. It was kind of after my mom passed. I found the book, you know, in one oh, of her um, yeah a bed table, and, um, and the one that was marked was called "On Being Thankful," oh. and it's it's still marked oh, how, <laughs> from my mom. Nice. Yeah. yeah, well,
1: it's a beautiful thing, and what a thing for a a, a very young poet who wasn't long for the world to right. leave us with such a right. gift. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like you've opened up a door here on this notion of poetry for children. Mm. We'll have to do some more, I think. Oh. I think it's oh. a very oh. rich area because yeah. there's, you know, we say, oh, it's children's poetry, but any age of person can really benefit from reading right. it. Exactly. It's playful, it's fun, it's full of ideas that we need to think about. I, right. I, I mean you know i'm not saying we don't need poetry by eight people of all ages right. but poetry for children i think has a lot of special things right. in it and good
0: poetry is for all ages correct you know yeah. and that's the same way with with theater for children yeah good written literature, dramatic literature for children is good for all ages. And that's, that's the key is when you're doing a play for little ones, you still have to hold grandma and grandpa and mom and dad yes. have to feel, you know, engaged and a part of it too yeah. for that time that they're with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's has to. So that's our big challenge, you know, yeah. to um, produce well. in my world theater that all Everything I
1: ever came to see at Theater for Young Audiences was amazing and touched my heart. And I didn't even have a child in the play. I would come because I knew other kids. You know, friends, kids were in it, and I always enjoyed it. Did you bring your Yes, oh, I did. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, Uh, those are some of the best memories.
1: Ah, Deb, it's been great having you here today. thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, This is so wonderful. Yeah. And um, I'd like to also thank our listeners for joining us today. And if you have an idea for the show, please reach out to me at poetlaureatesheboygan at gmail.com. And join us again next time for Poetry on Air. You have been listening to Poetry on Air hosted by Sheboygan's Poet Laureate, Lisa Vijos.
0: Questions or comments can be directed to Lisa at sheboygan
1: at gmail.com. Poetry on Air is produced in the studios at Mead Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. More information on the web at meadpl.org.